Welcome to the Into the Rabbit Burrow podcast. Join hosts Hannah Morth and Elizabeth Modine as they dive deep into topics surrounding spiritual metaphysics, universal laws, and everyday mindful entrepreneurial pursuits. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy as we go Into the Rabbit Burrow. This episode is a replay from our Coffee Chats live series that we do every week on our Facebook page. Each week, we bring on another guest to talk to us about various topics ranging from UFOs to spiritual beliefs to embodying the divine feminine to channeling starseed groups to so much more. Our hope is that this series brings you spiritual knowledge and acts as a resource to help you grow on a soul level. With that, let's get into this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Coffee Chats. We're coming to you in a little bit of a goofy way today because we experienced some technical difficulties this morning, but we are here with you now. My name is Elizabeth Modine. And I'm Hannah Morth. And we are joined today by the beautiful Oriana Brooks, and we are going to be discussing keeping confidence and spirits high with sacred dance and movement at home during the quarantine. Hello, Oriana. How are you doing today? Fantastic. How are you doing this morning? Thanks for having me again. Yeah, of course. We're so excited to jump right in. So looking at the topic at hand, Oriana, what did you want to talk to us today about sacred dance and keeping your vibe tied during the quarantine? Well, um, this topic really interests me as a spiritual person, but also as a professional dancer. And Mm -hmm. I have a lot of students or interested people come up to me and ask, uh, what is the connection between the ancient art form that we call belly dancer is called Raksharki in the Arab world and things like spiritual beliefs, religious beliefs and things like that. And I thought it would be a great topic right now because while we're in quarantine, your movements and your ability to get around is being very limited. And I'm hearing a lot of people talk about things like they feel stagnant, they don't feel good, they're depressed, um, yes. things like that. Like their spirits are just horribly down because they're not able to function normally. And what I love about something like dance is that, you know, when you're spiritually minded or you're metaphysically minded, we do so much work in this kind of outer cerebral esoteric realm. Mm -hmm. And then we forget about the physical. True, so true. Because we have this really unique ability as human beings that are in the physical realm of being in two places at once. And dance can absolutely help bridge that. So one of the ways that I like to do my practice at home when I'm you know, just rehearsing or working on new work is that I set an intention, either a feeling, a thought. It doesn't have to be even a complete thought. You can just focus on something like love or I'm missing my friend yeah. or even a color. Like this song reminds me of the color blue. Yes. When you're dancing, that starts to come out in your movement. And not only does it make my performance richer, like my choreographies come out better on a professional level, but I feel better. Yes. Whatever I was doing before, whatever was bringing me down before, it starts to transmute into something that's much more productive. It's much healthier mentally and physically. And then the rest of my day takes a completely different note. So that's an idea that you can take in any spiritual practice. Um, It's a lot like how people tend to practice yoga um, or even any other sort of dance form. And what I love about belly dance specifically 
is that it is linked to the ancient world. So you have this dance that comes into what is now being used for entertainment as well as still a folklore dance by the people of Egypt that we know as belly dance when it came to America. That's so if cool. you're interested yes. in the pantheon, if you're interested in any of the European pantheons, um, you have this really deep link to that, those ancient sacred sites and something that has been practiced for millennia, literally. We have images from the pharaonic times and before of people doing similar dances to what we are practicing now. Oh, wow. So, you do it. It's really, really interesting, and I love it for that. Like, I get goosebumps when I, when I do that. No doubt. Yeah, that's badass. Right. And we've got so many cultural things and, and just so much. I've learned so much as a dancer. I mean, I was born in America, and the stuff that I've learned about thinking globally has made me a better person and a more spiritual person because you start to see things through other people's points of view. Mm -hmm. and the physical benefits of it are really good right now as well if you are limited in your movement you can't get to the gym you can't do your normal practices of whatever you do maybe you can't take long walks anymore mm -hmm. um, it's very low impact it's good on the joints it won't destroy your body and it's folkloric movement so it can be practiced by men women children young old any fitness level it doesn't have to be a high grade performance level um, there's tons and tons and tons of free classes online right now. Of course, YouTube videos, DVDs. If there was ever a good time to try something, now is a good time because you've yes. got time. Yeah. I'm saying that, haven't we, Hannah? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So all around, it's a fantastic time to try it. And the benefits certainly outweigh any cons. <laughs> no doubt. Well, and this is something that you do for a profession, Oriana. And so are you seeing a resurgence of interest in these kind of dances over the last year or so? I'd say it does ebb and flow. When belly dance was first started, um, became like a fitness trend in America. There was a huge surge. And of course, anytime Shakira does anything, there's a surge. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's funny. Her little piece of the Super Bowl halftime show. No <laughs> doubt. No yeah. doubt. Yes. <laughs> That's so funny. I would say that people are definitely getting more in touch with different ways of movement or different ways of exercising. Mm -hmm. And I'm seeing a lot more when it comes to self-care. Yes. And um, I would say specifically with women's self-love mm. because... Uh, modalities like belly dance and other Arabic style dances um, are not specific on body type, like other dances may be at the professional level, yeah. right? So because that movement is so intuitive and it's relaxing and it has a lot to do with strength and spinal flexibility, it's really good for women or actually anybody. I've had a lot of students that have serious injuries from car accidents mm -hmm. and it's helping as part of their physical therapy. But for um, most Western women, I'll say, and I, I'll put a pin in that and come back to it. Um, <laughs> I would say that it helps a lot with self-confidence because you're not expected to be anything to get into it. Yes. Oh, you can start at any point. Cause again, it's a folkloric dance. 
Now I say Western women, and I use that term kind of loosely, I kind of mean American for the most part, um, because this dance is innate in other cultures. So the idea of having to look a certain way to dance actually doesn't exist because they grow up dancing. You know, we kind of don't grow up dancing. We grow up um, kind of thinking that self-expression is something for other people, or you have to be a professional, or you're being silly. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed in my travels that that concept doesn't really exist. Like they have more of a sense of humor about it. So it's a little bit more joyous. It's part of their weddings. It's part of their cultural traditions. There's a women's coming of age ceremony in most Arabic speaking countries. So you don't really have this idea of you're making a fool of yourself. Which is, I think, what a lot of us get hung up on. At least like, speaking for myself. Yeah. I am not a dancer, you know, I have, <laughs> I try, and I actually talk about it quite a bit in our energy updates. I use dance as a way to, to do what you're talking about, to clear energy. And spirit has encouraged me to do that for probably about five or six years at this point, even before I really came into my soul ascension, I was really encouraged as a spiritual person to just move, you know, just look like a, a, an idiot if you feel like, you know, or goofball, you know, it doesn't necessarily matter. Um, but it's interesting that you bring that up because my brother just actually got back from a wedding in India and he was just beside himself with how cool, like it's literally a family event that you just celebrate and enjoy and dance together. And they, it's so neat. It's so neat. And I wish that we had that here in America. Like, I wish we had some kind of tradition that was similar. But I think it's so awesome that we are all bridging together. And like, you're a professional in this way, Oriana, you know, and you're, you grew up in America. And so it just goes to tell you and goes to show you that countries, you know, there's no country divide. Mm -hmm. We can all access this. And um, if anything, we live in a global society now. Yes. You know, technology has bridged us. You can contact anyone at any time. Um, you can see video at any time of any other country and get this information off the internet. So there, there is no cultural divide anymore unless we want there to be. Yes. Unless you're not coming from a place of compassion, you're trying to understand each other, of course. But far and away, I have found, even though I grew up in America and I'm an American girl and all of this, that I have never, ever been discredited by an Arabic or a foreign crowd. Wow. They are so pleased and so happy that other people want to learn this, that they care about it. Because we're talking about a culture that's been pretty heavily persecuted by their own politics and other politics. Yeah. Something, I think everybody just wants to be connected at a soul level. They just want to feel acknowledged. They want to feel loved. And the women will come up and dance with me. The men will come up and dance with me. Um, I've had people just come up and start speaking other languages because they think I'm from their culture. And that's like receive as a dancer is that they just come up and they assume that I'm Arabic. I am clearly not Arabic. <laughs> because I, when you do this, you get into, you know, just another vibe with people and they can recognize you at that kind of level. And I've had like, one of my most touching moments, I was doing a birthday party for a family from Kyrgyzstan, which is part of the Arab world, but most people don't know that they speak Russian. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah. 
Um, a lot of those countries that end in Stan are actually Russian speaking. They're not Arabic speaking. They're part of ancient Persia. And so it's at the end of the Silk Road. Really interesting, right? Yeah. So these are blonde, they look Russian. Um, and I was doing um, a Persian song that I really liked because I knew where they were from. And the grandmother got up and started dancing with me. Oh. She hadn't been able to do this since they came to America. And like, I started tearing up, like I was so touched. And she came up and she did the full head kiss with me. She spoke no words, but she came up and she just pressed her head against mine and she squeezed my arms like she was saying thank you. That's beautiful. Like, I, I was like, who is cutting onions in here? I can't do this right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, how touching. How incredibly touching. Medicine. I, that's what I love about dance. It's not just physical, it's not just mental, it's a whole bunch of things. So if you feel like you're out of touch with people or you feel like you're being isolated, literally, you know, you can record yourself, you can dance. We've been doing a lot of online shows and you can still share your expression and your love of life through something like dance. Yeah. And you think about the connection, you brought this up before, Oriana, the connection to your ancestors the dance has. And we talked to a woman named Lauren Elizabeth last year, and she was talking about if you want to connect with your ancestral roots, bake bread. But I'm sitting here thinking why don't you dance? That's another thing that you can do is to connect with your ancestral roots is to dance and to connect with them that way. Absolutely. Baking bread is actually, that's a really good analogy too. Um, yeah, is that cool? Unleavened bread, like what we now call pita mm -hmm. in the ancient world for sure, which is also what they made beer out of. Hey. Um, <laughs> but yeah, concurrently, these dances would have been expressed um, not in the same way that we do for entertainment, Mm -hmm. but from the desert dwelling people. And of course we know scientifically all of humankind originally came out of East Africa. Yeah. So at some point we are all related to this culture and these pieces. And it is really fascinating to see how some of that has, after all these millennia, is still part of the dance. It has remained virtually unchanged. Yes. Oh, oh, and, how yeah. Yeah. and how did you get into this? Um, so I was in college. I was 21. I was in my senior year of college. Mm -hmm. I was never a dancer. I was never athletic. Um, I was that kid that got picked last for dodgeball every time. And uh, we had a newsletter at my school that they would tape to the back of bathroom stalls so that you could read it while you were going to the bathroom. It was <laughs> like all the happenings on campus and stuff that they were doing and I saw one day in between classes that it said free belly dance classes in the school gym and I was probably a size 28 I was about 250 pounds and I was looking for something that I actually liked instead of just going to the gym yes huge three classes and the rest is history oh that's beautiful oh that's amazing I um I started belly dance in with Lori Syme. Really? In, in Renaissance. Yeah, I went to an art school, Oriana, back in the day when I was in high school, and I did a little um what did Middle Eastern is what we called it, Middle Eastern dance classes. And she completely opened my eyes to what it is like being a curvy woman 
and being able to express yourself because at that point I thought because I grew up I was a size 14 in high school and I was always thicker and I was so self-conscious of this at this point in my life and Middle Eastern dance belly dancing completely blew the doors off of what was available to me in that way and made me feel like a woman and connected me into my divine you know feminine nature and so hearing that that's kind of where you landed in this too and that you took it and made a career out of it is really special yeah i certainly didn't intend on making a career out of it i thought it would just be a hobby but ironically my degree is in art so i was going oh. to art at the same time <laughs> Oh, that's so cool. Kindred souls. <laughs> thing, maybe. Yes, that's amazing. And Oriana, for somebody that's just getting completely fresh into this, that doesn't know necessarily what they're doing, do you have any recommendations for music or for people to look up that people can kind of get a feel of what it would be like to move their body in this way? Absolutely. Um, if you're stuck at home right now and you can't get to a studio or anything, there's tons and tons of online tutorials. Um, there's a really good one on YouTube if you just search basic belly dance. It's on the How To channel by Irina Arulenko. I don't expect you to remember that name, but um, we can link it. I was going to say yeah, we'll link it. That. Um, there's also a lot of DVDs out there. Um, notably, there are some by Sadie, S-A-D-I-E. If you want to start with authentic dance, um, as far as music goes. Any, anything Arabic, pop, um, Greek, the Turks also belly dance. Um, but to just start out with, if you just enjoy world music, you know, let, let yourself play a little bit. And then you can start delving into the world of Arabic music, which is a whole nother topic. <laughs> <laughs> and if people want to get in touch with you, Oriana, why don't we take this time and allow you to really go forward and promo yourself, share social links, and if you have anything going on. Uh, well, first and foremost, my website is orianabellydancer.com, and that links to everything that I do and all of my social media. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at orianabellydance. That's O-R-I-A-N-A. -A. And I also have a published book. Oh, awesome. Amazon US and UK in both paperback and Kindle. And this is actually the first self-help book for students that are wanting to become professionals. So That's this is a awesome. everything that my students have asked me over the years. Cool. <laughs> That's incredible. Congratulations. No kidding. What a resource. Yeah. To see this grow. Yes. All right, my friend. Well, do you have anything else to share before we hop off? again for having me this was super fun i'm really glad we got to connect and i hope that this helps people not feel so lonely or so trapped in their homes and yeah if anybody has any questions about belly dance um come find me i'm my phone is surgically grafted to my hand at this point and <laughs> <laughs> we get to answer any questions because I really want to see this art form continue to thrive in America and see other people discover it and see what it can do for them. So yeah, I'm, I'm just so glad I got to come on and talk about it. Well, we're glad to have you. What an incredible resource you are. You are absolutely full to the brim with information on this. I had to write a book. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
And this will definitely not be the last time that you hear from Oriana Brooks, because I know I speak for both of us when I say that we definitely want to have you on again. Oh, that's so sweet. Of course. But with that, my friends, that wraps us on Coffee Chats. Thank you so much for spending this time with us today. We know that this recording wasn't necessarily live and was a little bit goofier than normal, but thank you for hanging out with us anyway. We are sending you so much love and light and know that we will be back next week for a brand new Coffee Chats on Tuesday morning. Thank you so much. Be well. Thank you so much for listening to Into the Rabbit Burrow podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with your friends and leave us a review on iTunes. We truly appreciate your support. And if you're looking to connect with Hannah and Elizabeth, head on over to www.dearenlightenedone.com. Thanks again for journeying into the rabbit burrow with us. And until next time.